brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. For today's episode of the Mind Body Musings podcast, I'm going to be leading you through an embodiment practice. Because two reasons. First, this is the week of Christmas, and so I am going to be playing the masculine here and telling you what you need. And what you need the week of Christmas is not more knowledge and more things to learn and study, but you need more embodiment. So let the knowledge go for a minute to get into your body because who knows what's going on in your world. But I can imagine what's going on is lots of family, lots of food, lots of being here, there, and everywhere, and going to parties, or possibly you're not doing any of that. You're single, you live by yourself, you have no family access, and you're having the complete opposite experience of feeling withdrawn from the world and feeling possibly lonely and feeling disconnected and a longing. No matter what you're feeling this week, and maybe you're not feeling any, like I also need to consider some people do not have this holiday at all. So maybe you do not have this holiday at all, Christmas, and everything is fine and dandy. But still, regardless if you're in any three of these categories or one that I have not mentioned, I could bet my bottom dollar that you're in your head. Why? Because the world we live in is a very head-centric society. That's why most of us talk like this. We talk really, really high and we're talking really fast. Rather than talking like this when we're in our bodies, in our chest, in our heart spaces. We don't connect with the earth when we walk. We walk fast. We skip around. We feel disconnected from the earth. We notice our chest getting really tight or our chest caving in. Our posture gets poor. We start to drift off into space. Our body starts to have vata qualities to it. In Ayurveda, Ayurveda, that's air. Our bodies start to have very air-like qualities to them because when we're in our heads, we're like air. When we're in our bodies, we're like earth. So to get embodied, that's why embodiment practices generally are on the ground where you are being held by mama earth. You're becoming earth with her. And why does this serve us? This serves us for so many reasons. You can do 10 years of therapy or you can do a 10-minute practice on your mat. It's your choice. I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but I mean, if I'm not standing for something, then I'm falling for anything. And I I am going to stand for this. My embodiment practices, the 10 minutes a day that I do on the mat, I'm not perfect. So sometimes the 10 minutes a day that I do on my mat once per week 
those are the practices where I release the most. I feel the most. I heal the most. I've done therapy, and while I think therapy works wonders for many people, therapy did not give me what my embodiment work has done and given me. If I'm feeling complainy, what I need to do is pound my fists against the floor and yell and scream and become a lion and act like I'm ripping up something or someone to shreds. And then because I went so deep into the darkness, so much space has been created for the light. And it's not like I have to work for it. I don't have to write down mantras to get there. I just totally embody that darkness that I feel. And then all of a sudden I'm free doesn't mean that I don't feel it again. In fact, I very much feel it again. But I'm free in that moment and probably throughout the day. And the deeper you go into the practice, the freer you are from whatever that, whatever that thing is that's been repressed and leaking into your relationships and leaking into your business mindset or your scarcity mindset. So let's do it. Let's do an embodiment practice. This will give you a taste of what is in the feminine spirit school, where we go all into the feminine, the masculine, the shadow. I've been hearing from a lot of you who have been considering joining the feminine spirit school saying that you haven't yet signed up because there's the scarcity mindset. But what if going into your feminine is the very thing that allows abundance to flow into your life? It happened that way for me. And I'm not just specifically saying abundance money-wise, success in your business, but if you are one of the millions of feminine beings that is trying to call in a conscious masculine man that can bring that full-on range of being the warrior and the killer and being the divine masculine and also being the rough and tough bad boy and having this father energy, but also having this playful boy energy. Like if you want all that, you want the range, are you the range? Are you providing the range? Are you bringing the range to this partnership? Or like think think about the type of person you typically date. Uh, for me, I want someone who feels really grounded in their body, very present with me, breathing deeply and I've had to learn how to do that myself in order to call that in. Those types of beings, that kind of masculine presence, I've had to do the same amount of work on the flip side in the feminine because that is what I know he is craving and desiring. For him to really be in his purpose, being a purpose-driven masculine creature, what he will need, and I feel very confident saying this, what he will need in order to keep him going is also a very conscious, present woman, of course, but someone who brings something he doesn't have access to. He wants something new that's going to actually lighten his burden because the masculine being consciousness and being the part of uh, the whole pie that is more purpose-driven, more um, purpose-driven in in life but also in relationship like what is the purpose of this relationship how do we get from point a to point b let's accomplish this um anyone who's primarily in the masculine feels a lot of burden and what 
alleviates the burden is pleasure and joy and sunlight and fairies. Like, believe it or not, when you go into those parts of you that's just pure light and bliss and and even anger, like even anger, heart-connected anger, that's expression. That's also something that is the opposite of um, like consciousness and, and nothingness. So even when you go into your anger and you're expressive, that's why a lot of guys end up being with crazy women. And I say crazy with the most love because I'm not triggered by that word because I have parts of me that are absolutely crazy. And uh, yeah, even those pieces that are a bit crazy about us, a lot of conscious beings can be drawn into that because it's energy. And heart-centered crazy is different from heart-disconnected crazy. (laughs) So we do these practices so that we can begin to expand our own capacity for range expand what we're able to hold that's uncomfortable conversations situations feelings the more embodied we get the more space we can have in our body to hold all this stuff that comes up okay so when i say that doing this work in the feminine can bring more abundance i mean truly like Your relationships with your girlfriends will change. Your relationships with men will change, with the world. You will begin to flirt with the world. You will begin to do your laundry while feeling connected to your pussy. You will begin to feel the softness of your skin and indulge in it. You will begin to dance in the kitchen when you eat your spoonfuls of peanut butter because it's just so pleasurable. You'll start to adorn your body like the goddess you are. You'll begin to listen to your body when it closes up to something versus opening. And even better, you'll learn the difference between a closure that's truly a sign of your intuition to walk away from something or a closure that's happening out of fear, which I, I mean, I had this this week. I had the, I'm in the third stage of my cycle and um, my lover and me had some stuff that came up and I had an emotional response that led me to closing. It was really hard for me to get out of. And um, I got on my mat and I just played three songs that were all very sensitive and sad. And I ended up bawling and crying, like just the loudest cry, the loudest snorting wailing cry I could have and then after that I was free and I felt my pain and how delicious my pain was because it reminded me of how human I am and only after that was I truly ready to open my heart and say here here I'm here and the thing that I told him was I'm sorry I'm scared I care for you sorry I'm scared I care for you and sometimes that is the best thing we can say is just I'm sorry I'm scared and that says everything we need to say we got on a call later and we talked about what my fears were and we talked it out but the step that I needed to take first was to get embodied and to feel my own feelings because my response is typically a freeze response I don't typically fight or flight but I freeze I lose the ability to make cohesive sentences I lose the ability to share how I'm feeling and I just stop talking and it's kind of like talking to a wall 
And that is my childhood programming. Going all the way back to when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to make sound or to talk or to share my feelings or be expressive. I wasn't allowed silence to feel what I felt. Like, I mean, when I was a kid and I was in trouble, I would have one parent after the other parent walking up the stairs. I remember hearing, do, 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 opening the door, getting angry or frustrated or, you know, they just didn't know how to handle me being upset as a kid, as a teen. So that was what they did is they wanted to consistently talk about it and, and their, their feelings and their emotions came out in a way that didn't feel heart centered to me. Um, again, they did the best that they could. I'm not saying this to shame, blame, or judge them. I'm saying how this is my body interpreted it as I'm not safe to feel what I feel. I can't talk. I can't express. I can't share what I feel. And then there were actual visceral experiences I had. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but there were things that happened where I, I got hurt and I didn't make a sound because I was afraid that I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and I would actually be in trouble for getting hurt. So I would stifle a cry and I just couldn't make sounds. So now I get on my mat and I move my body and I make sounds and that is that is what opens up my throat chakra to be able to speak and communicate. So embodiment serves and feeling what you feel, but also when you combine sound, moaning, lion's breath, crying, wailing, screaming, saying all the things that you think you shouldn't say because they're bad. When you start saying those things when you're on your mat, you clear up that channel to be able to communicate. And sometimes the things you say are not pretty. But when you go into those angrier pieces, it allows space for the loving things to be said. It's crazy. It's crazy talk, but it's so true. When you say the dirtiest, worst, terrible, mean things in your own privacy, without even worrying about being heart connected, like just say all the things you want to say. When you're doing that on your mat, it allows space for genuine, real kindness to come up and compassion. But I don't skip that part. And that's where a lot of the self-help work world goes wrong is they're like, just become love, spread your love, shine your love. And, and that's that and just be love. But I'm, I will never force myself to go straight to the light and skip over the dark. I am not someone that would ever encourage spiritual bypassing, which means just to skip over very genuine, real emotions to get to the light. It is going through the darkness that takes us to the light. A lot of times when I want to feel relaxed, I don't just tell myself to relax. I actually tighten every single thing in my body and then relax. Something about going into the tightness and just mm, holding everything really, really tight, just squeeze, 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 allows your body to let go and fully surrender deeper than if you were just to be like, ah, I'm going to relax. That's why in yoga, right before Shavasana, they have you cradle your arms around your legs and squeeze everything really tight before you let go. Life is no different, my loves. What can you tighten in order to get into a state of relaxation? What can you hold in order to get over to the place of letting go? What fuck yous do you need to say in order to get to the I love yous? So for anyone that's been emailing me saying I'm stuck in my head all day long, I'm a perfectionist, I'm closing my heart with my love, or I want to love, but yet I keep 
refusing everyone. I love you all. And I'm just going to be very blunt. Get on your fucking mat. Get on your fucking mat. Get on your fucking mat. (laughs) Move your body. Do this practice with me guiding you. And then moving forward, just have it on your calendar. Either in the morning or someday midday or at night. Pull out your mat. Dim the lights. Have either a sheepskin or candles or your essential oils going and become embodied. I'm giving this to you for free. Much more is in the Feminine Spirit School. I'm just really encouraging anyone that's ready to up-level for 2020. You're up-leveling as a woman. You're getting very serious about yourself, not just what you're bringing in, but you as a woman and how you feel with your own heart and you want more tools. Join the Feminine Spirit School. It's going to be similar to one-on-one coaching with me in the fact that you're going to be getting a ton, but you won't be spending one-on-one time with me. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, you can apply for that. That's maddiemoon.com forward slash coaching. And you can apply there and we'll slow down together. And that is a much more intimate space to be working with me individually. And you get private embodiment practices or private work on your business that you're building. That's where the real deep dive happens. But this sets up a lot of the foundational groundwork that will really serve you in your life, in your business, and how you're walking throughout the day. And what's different about my work is that I am a combination of one part uh, David Data lineage, Tantrika, and one part um, like the marketing mindset of Marie Forleo, and, and then another part just the fucking do it mindset of Tony Robbins. So I like to provide this multi-dimensional experience whether it's in the feminine spirit school or it's in my one-on-one coaching where you feel like you're getting nurtured and you're being held but you're also being motivated to move forward and we only have a few more days left for $250 off of the school the price will increase to $1,500 on Monday December 30th So if you're wanting to sign up and join us, you've got a few more days to get the early bird price and there is a payment plan. Link for that is maddiemoon.com forward slash feminine dash spirit. All right, let's move into this embodiment practice. First things first, find yourself a private spot in your home or wherever you are. Lay out your mat, dim the lights, and set up the container in any way that's going to nurture you and help you to drop in. If you need to tell your mom as she watches the kids not to walk into the room and disturb you for 15 minutes, Or if you need to tell your partner that you're going to be in the bedroom and to not come in, set the space. This is is the masculine portion, is setting up the container so that the feminine can go deep. You can't make sound if you're too afraid that someone's going to hear you and wonder what's happening and then walk in. So do what you need to do in order for everyone to be all set and prepared 
and that you have quiet time to yourself. The next portion of setting up any really wonderful embodiment practice is if you choose the music. I have a playlist. I'm really excited to talk about this on this podcast. I have a playlist called Soft Love, and it is one of my most, uh, I don't want to use the word prideful, but it's one of my greatest accomplishments to me. This playlist I have been carefully curating for years. It is the softest, most indulgent love songs that also make you want to cry at the same time. Some of my favorite kind of music. So what I will often do is pull three to four songs out of this playlist. And for the most part, these play these songs are all so similar in their vibe that no matter what songs I pull, they work together. So I'm going to include a link to that in the show notes for this, the Soft Love playlist. Go there if you want to subscribe to this Spotify playlist. Make sure shuffle mode is off when you're creating any kind of playlist. Pull three songs and um, make this a part of your practice. I think even feeling into what type of music you need is a part of setting up any great embodiment practice. Make the portion of choosing music a spiritual practice on its own. So once you have your music set and you have it pulled up on Spotify, like even create your own playlist for this practice Um, or don't listen to any music at all. Just listen to my voice. Just be with me for this first time. Finding yourself on your mat, begin lying down on your back your face and your chest and your pelvis your shins all facing up towards father sky lying on your back already from the start begin to fill your lower abdomen up with air and breath Deeper than you have all day long. Make this breath effortless. There's no particular breathing technique you need to do. No constraining of the throat. Just allowing breath to flow in and out of your body with a beautiful nourishing pit stop in your lower belly. That's where we want as much breath to go is in your lower belly, the place where so many women hold so much trauma, both in the womb space and in the belly. Find a rhythm with your breath. Don't let it go. This is part of holding the structure. Keep the breath consistent. As you're breathing, with every inhale, begin to bring energy up from the bottom of your feet, up your body, up to the very crown of your head. With every exhale, envision in your heart space a flower that is blossoming open on the exhale.
imagining this flower blossoming open, beautiful. It's like unfolding the petals. The flower is trusting. It feels safe enough to open. With every inhale, you're bringing in nutrients from the earth, from the room, from life itself, bringing it into your body. And every exhale, sending it into this flower that allows it to open even deeper in your heart space. Start to give yourself permission to move very steadily. Move in a way that feels supportive, but also really pleasurable. Notice something that already feels really good in your body. A sweet spot. A tender spot, a soft spot, a delicate spot. Bring your hands, more particularly your fingertips, to your face. And as if you were your greatest lover, Stroke your face with the most tender touch from your fingertips. Imagining that from your fingertips there is this golden honey leaving traces on whatever parts of your body that you touch, sweetening sweetening those parts of your body, sending even more pleasure into them. Allowing your fingertips to move across your face, across your cheeks, and then bring your hands down, going down your throat, sending ooey gooey honey into your throat, sweetening your throat, sending pleasure into your throat, and food of the earth into your throat, letting your fingertips continue to melt downward and stop in your heart space. Once your fingertips have reached your heart space, stop right there. Spend a little time here touching and exploring your chest, your breasts. Feel the rise and fall as you keep your breath deepening. Notice something that feels really pleasurable about this. Does the breath feel expansive and opening? Does it feel really sweet and nourishing? Does it remind you how beautiful and tender life is? Always relying on this consistent heart that is beating without you even having to do anything for it. Allowing now your fingertips to begin to move freely with only one mission in mind, and that is to create pleasure in your body. Listening to the silence, 
We're listening to the music you've chosen. Let it orchestrate you. Allow this music to orchestrate your movements. If you hear silence, let the silence orchestrate how you touch your body. If you hear violins, let the violins orchestrate you into deeper, deeper touch and feeling. If you hear a piano or a guitar, allow it to guide how you stroke or caress your skin. And from this space, begin to move your body in any way that feels pleasurable. You can let go of touching yourself for now if you choose. You can begin to do chest circles, moving your breasts up and down, side to side, and figure eights. And notice as you move your chest, what do you feel? It's different. What might you feel if you go even slower? How delicious can you make these circles, this everyday kind of movement, feel? How yummy. Can you allow it to feel as your chest expands upward and your shoulder blades pull inward? And then you introvert it. You allow your chest to cave in, your back body round. Letting your chest circles come to rest for now, bring this movement to your hips. Maybe you want to bring your hips up in somewhat of a bridge pose and begin to let your hips write your name in the air or begin to do their own figure eights. Feeling really connected to your feminine parts as you move your hips. Not just the hips, but the yoni, the energy that is stored there. And as you move your hips, feel connected to the part of you that is pure feminine, pure sensual indulgence. Feel her, breathe her. Connecting back to your breath with every exhale, noticing this flower open. And feel as your yoni opens alongside her. Connecting your breath with your yoni. Connecting your yoni with your pleasure. Connecting your pleasure with whatever emotion you feel right now. Continuing to move your body in any way that feels good on a visceral level, start to touch the part of your heart that is yearning. Hmm. Part your lips, let a sound escape. This might be the first time you're touching this emotion today, really feeling it. So allow a sound to come out. Whatever sound you just made is perfect, and I want you to amplify it. So go ahead and make that sound, but make it 
twice as big. Continuing to move your body at this point, you may desire to let out some of this emotion you're feeling, whether it's overwhelm or frustration or fear or joy, elation, whatever is coming up for you. Move in a way that is pleasurable to hands and knees. Give your spine space to undulate. And as you undulate and move in between cat and cow, begin to make sounds, more sounds, like that. Or weird sounds, or kitty sounds, giving yourself permission to do something that is different than what you experience in the social aspects of life. Accessing some archetypes within you that haven't had space to exist for a while. From here, continuing to move, even if it's your pinky toe or it's just cat-cow over and over again. Continue to move. Move with the music, move with the silence, move with your breath. If emotion starts to come up, let it Go deeper into it. Encourage it. Tears are how you open. If you don't feel much yet, that's okay. And it's an invitation to soften your heart even more. As there may be guards pulling up around your heart that are not needed. In this moment, Allow yourself to move in a way that feels like a cat. Begin to lick your paws. Begin to make the purrs. Notice if there's anything around you that you feel with your paws. that opens something within you. Maybe your own skin. Connecting with your skin makes you feel more primal. Or the hair on your head brings you back to the lioness you are. Swaying your hips may remind you of that dark panther energy you have. Wherever you are, as you move, part your lips and allow a sound to escape. If you desire to get to hands and knees, push yourself up just to the knees, allow yourself to do so, and remember to continue to locate the places that feel pleasurable or create these places that feel pleasurable. Allow this to feel good. Allow your movement to feel like honey or chocolate or delicious indulgences. 
Let the part of you that is wild jungle cat or safari cat feed a part of your soul you haven't touched in a long time, the part that is wild. And in these last few moments, move whatever has not been moved yet. Your fingertips, your eyelashes, your butt, your ankles. Give yourself full permission to go full out in this last 60 seconds. Moving anything that still needs to be moved. Maybe it needs a wild movement like the wild cat desires. Maybe you need to scream or to yell. Allow yourself to go to that place. And over these next few moments, wherever you are, Allow yourself to find your mat again, slowly, indulgently. Resting your back against the mat. Coming back to your heart flower as it blossoms open. Put your hands on any part of your body that needs love. Filling your belly with deep breath again. With every exhale, let the front of your body soften into your back body. Your heart is blossoming open with the exhales as the tension is melting into the back body. You are giving any tension, you are holding any strain in your chest, any furrow in your brow, any tightness in your jaw. You are giving that into the earth. She will take it from you. She will use it, but you don't need it. All you are coming back to in this moment softness, your surrender, and your effortlessness. Over these next 60 seconds, bringing your practice to a close, give yourself either a mental bow or bring your hands into prayer, bring them to your forehead, and give yourself a bow for playing full out in this practice. If you desire to continue moving on your mat, you may do so. You may extend this practice as long as you would like, 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes or even an hour of embodiment sometimes is not enough. So give yourself that space to do so but know that one to five minutes of something is better than nothing. One to five minutes a day is better than one 20-minute practice every few weeks. I honor you for coming to your mat today. I'm wishing you the best week. 
let me know if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Send this to a friend because this is a legitimate practice that everyone can benefit from. So send this to a friend who could use some embodiment, especially this week. Come back to this often, time and time again, even if it no longer lives on the iTunes page since iTunes can only hold a certain amount of podcasts at a time it will always be on my website so you can always come back return to this on my website do this over and over again and eventually do these practices on your own by just listening to the silence or your heartbeat or music you provide for yourself I look forward to seeing you next week for another podcast episode have a wonderful rest of your week I'll see you soon Thank you.